Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, you know, comms professionals use the word landing. How a phrase or an idea announced to the public is accepted by the audience. Public opinion. Does it land well? Well, you can't please all the people all the time, but you do want the messages for your target audience to land well. And when an unpopular government is in the foothills of an election, landing political messages takes on a particular significance. Keep the faithful faithful and appeal to the lost and undecided. Talking about something as emotive as rough sleeping, with all the connotations of benefits, welfare, the implications of scrounging and whatnot, the throw of the dice and happenstance, landing those messages takes care and judgment, being tough, being just, being thoughtful, being innovative, being cack-handed, cruel and brutal to please right-wing supporters is likely to explode in your face. Saying begging and rough sleeping should be driven from the streets because there is a social care safety net in some places will land like a cow pat in a pancake factory. And no, I'm not talking about Cruella the Hun. I'm talking about that nice John Major in 1994 during the run-up to the European elections. He's since sort of rehabilitated himself as a political uncle, but make no mistake, he could be a nasty piece of work, and make no mistake, it's a stripe of nastiness that runs through the Tory party like the blue stripe in your toothpaste. Cruella, the Hun, is manoeuvring for the post-election Tory party leadership. She calculates tough Tories will want tougher, hence she's announced that rough sleeping is a lifestyle choice and she will put a stop to it. Well, good luck with that. Now, it is true there are some rough sleepers who don't want a hostile place. That comes with all kinds of complex mental health problems and life experiences that takes months of kindness, patience and persistence from the mental health street trials teams to unravel. And I linked to a quite interesting report about their work this morning in the e-letter. As for the rest, well, the average Brit believes they could only pay their rent or mortgage for two and a half months if they lost their job. After that, dunno. Generally, the shortage and unaffordability of housing is the critical underlying factor for all forms of homelessness. Add to that the cost of living crisis. The average age of death for, a home, for homeless people is 45 years for men and 43 for women, and they are 17 times more likely to be victims of violence. More than one in three have been hit or kicked or experienced some other form of violence. Homeless people are over nine times more likely to take their own life than the general population. There's no national figure for how many people are homeless across the UK because homelessness is recorded differently in each nation and often homelessness people don't show up in official statistics. But I've listed some pretty good estimates and I, I linked to the sources of all this stuff in the letter this morning. You'll have to have a look. Uh, in London, numbers have surged 20% in just a year. 10,053 rough sleepers spotted between April 22 and March 23. English councils supported 298,430 households to prevent or 
relieve homelessness between um, April last year and March this. That's uh, nearly a 7% higher than the previous year and 3% above pre-COVID levels. In Wales, it's nearly 13,000 households were assessed as homeless between April last year and March this. That's up by 7%. In Scotland, it's about 32,500 households were assessed as homeless between April and March this year. And that means that uh, nearly 37,000 adults and 16,500 children higher than pre-pandemic. Women are often missing from the counts because of the risk of violence on the streets. Women are less likely uh, to, or more likely to seek shelter in cafes and transport hubs. And so they don't get spotted in the midnight counts. Well, the government estimates, and I linked to a government paper on this, and uh, what I'm talking about is on page four, if you want to have a look. The government estimates the annual cost to government of a single homeless person is around £30,000. Now, add the cost of health problems, mental health, substance misuse and alcohol dependency. Well, actually, we can't because the government admits, and I quote, there is a lack of evidence of the numbers of homeless people who use these services. So the all up costs, don't know, probably double. Now, during COVID, government policies got people off the streets and it can be done again with emergency accommodation organising housing benefits to prevent eviction, investing in social housing, help people stay in their homes, ending no-fault evictions, talk to people with lived experience, find out what did they need and when. Now, Cruella looks callous, unthinking, insensitive and brutal and all the rest of it, but when you look at the money and the government estimates the all-up cost is over a billion pounds and the potential cost savings from realigning that expenditure to address the root causes and bring rough sleeping to an end, she just looks pretty dim. But more worrying, she looks like John Major. And we know what happened to him. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon.